Welcome to another episode of Love with Elise Peck. I'm your host, Elise Peck, best-selling author on the topic of love, one-on-one love and life coach. And I have helped lots of people get the love that they want through thousands of one-on-one hours coaching people. And today is just a little blast episode. It's a little um, bit of fire, bit of fire about... uh, And do I swear on this podcast is the question. I don't think I will because I want to keep it accessible for everyone's ears and maybe you're driving and listening along and you've got children in the car. So let me keep it kind of, uh, let me keep it uh, palatable. Um, But this episode is about like, don't let, I want to say F boys, right? But mind game people, (laughs) don't let... Don't let the boys that are going to mess with your mind distract you from the men. All right. Um, and this is inspired by a show called The Partner Track. All right. It's I think it's on Netflix. So it's one of, we've been watching. I've been watching it with my husband of an evening sometimes, mixing it up with a few other shows. Um, but any show I'm watching, honestly, I'm always just looking at the romantic dynamics and uh, and looking into it. This is about. Uh, the show called The Partner Track, it follows, you know, a really uh, incredible, powerful, a type high achieving woman who wants to become partner in like, you know, the best law firm in in US is kind of the setup of the show. And uh, what unfolds is kind of like a love triangle of, of like this really kind of like steady masculine guy showing up. And then this kind of like F boy, this kind of guy that is playing the games, hacking into her psychology and distracting her all right and I, and I want to do a, a little bit of a I want to help you out with this episode all right because uh, we can get distracted we can get really distracted with um, with, with the sugar over the veggies and uh, it's all it's like how we can get distracted with marketing we can end up accidentally getting you know a, a coach or some service or whatever because their marketing hacked our psychology triggers instead of actually going with the person who is legit who is steady, who is slow, who who is the real deal, um, but they're not messing with your mind and getting you to feel urgent and panicked and they're not like pumping up your ego, getting you to just jump on out and take action straight away. They're more of a nourishing medicine for the soul that eventually you're like, maybe, maybe I'll eat the vegetable, all right? Like maybe I'll take, uh, you know, the celery juice shot over the vodka shot the vodka's going to make me feel dizzy and excited, uh, but the celery juice is like an investment in me. It's an act of self-love, right? And uh, and so this is this episode about that. All right, let's get into it. All right, the allure of the F-boy, the allure of the mind games guy in Partner Track has all to do with the fact that it seems like he can read her. Okay, and you know, often people on the dark triad traits, uh, like the Machiavellian traits or the psychopathic traits or the narcissistic traits. I mean, we've all got everything. We do. It's just to what degree, and uh, it it depends where it expresses on your values. And it's. I just want to take a moment here to say, if you've got not narcissism uh, in the pit right now, it might be a really important thing to take a moment and put your hand on your chest and you say. I love myself even if I'm a narcissist, right? I'm a narcissist and I love myself anyway. Say that, <laughs> affirm that because what, what you put in the pit, you repress in yourself and then it will come like bending out of you and spraying out 
in all sorts of twisted ways. And the reality is we actually all need a healthy level of narcissism. Okay, uh, we, we really need it. Uh, and if we have none of that, we don't own any of that. We're like an absolute magnet for a fully, like full-blown narcissism that'll be there trying to smash us into owning that part of ourselves and love that part of ourselves, all right? So it's so important. Number one, I just want to say like, no one's in the pit and no one's bad. And the F-boys aren't bad. The F-boys, uh, whatever, are just confused. They don't know what they want. And so they're kind of messing with everyone around them. Um, rather than getting to know thyself and just just creating uh, with intention and focus. They're lost, so they're kind of uh, messing with everyone around them, right? And, and the good thing is, is it, it, it discombobulates you and confuses you and, and messes with your mind so much that you have to get to a quiet space to get through it. You have to go within, you have to get quiet and you have to ask the questions. If I'm not living for anyone else, if I'm not getting pulled by urgency, by my ego, by psychology triggers, if I'm just getting super calm and forgetting what anyone else wants from me and forgetting about getting anyone else's validation or approval, like what happens next? So they're going to like smash the ego so much that either we, we pull back and we go quiet and we get inward um, or we go down the path of the ego with them and it becomes so, so painful that eventually we wake up at that point, you know, and <laughs> as a love coach, my, my job is to try and catch people before they go down that path. Cause we can learn through insight or pain. And the, the goal is always for you to learn through your inner wisdom and your insight rather than pain. But it's all right. If you miss, if you miss the insight, life will deliver you the pain. And so in this way, everything is love. Everything's unfolding for you, even, narcissistic abuse and all of this sort of stuff, um, you know, in some way yeah, does have a gift for you if you actually seek out the right support, if you acknowledge what's happening, if you uh, get the support to go within and do the healing work to turn it into a healing experience. All right. Just want to say that because I don't want to have this like victim drama triangle of, oh, that guy's bad and she is good and blah, 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 blah. Like I'm going to try my best to be a neutral observer here and just talk about uh, number one, she was in her feminine. Let, let's start with it. The main part is in her feminine energy. Like she is living her life for her at the very start. She's not seeking uh, a man or anyone else. She has an inner pull. She has an inner drive. She gets joy. Oh my gosh, she gets so much joy from knowing the law. She gets so much joy from from doing the discovery. Like literally, she is on path. She is on fire, and she is zooming towards her goals for her. So she is feminine energy, which might confuse you because she's like this high flying lawyer. And yes, that would be a masculine energy for a woman that that was not her truth, right? But this woman, like, it's so in alignment. It's so her truth. All the other lawyers joke about how much joy she literally, like, she gets off on the law. And she says, I love it. I love the law. I love the neutrality. So this is an important point of feminine energy that it's actually, it's not about what you're doing ever. It's about, about the alignment, the intention, and the authenticity of, are you doing this for you? Was this an inner pull? Does this give you energy? So this woman is on track, right? She's in alignment. So, of course, masculine energy is just flying towards her. And we got in the first part, the first season of this show, The Partner Track, you've got two options here. You've got, uh, I think Murphy is the F-boy, right? He comes in. He doesn't know what he's want. He's confused. He's kind of opportunistic. 
uh, he will uh, kind of play with her, but he's never clear about his intention. He's never clear that he wants a relationship. He's never clear about where it's going. He's never clear that he's into her. It's all mind games flirting. He's good on the small talk. He's good on the banter. He's good at getting her a bit hot under, under the collar. He's good at flirting, right? He's got game. And that just hacks in. And also he, he plays mind games, like he gaslights her, right? He pretends, oh, no, that I, I, I don't know who you are. And he says, no, he later says, oh, I didn't know. So he does this, he, he literally, he, he plays a game and it, it, she can't get him out of her mind. And she's, she's had the sex with him earlier on. So she has had the oxytocin bonded to him because uh, uh, it's really hard for the feminine to not attach when she's had the sex, right? Um, just the, the hormones, uh, it doesn't actually bond. Uh, vasopressin is what bonds men. Vasopressin is putting in effort, putting in hard work, earning something, actually bonds um, men's chemistry to something. So men value what they had to work for, what they invest in, whereas women, they bond through feeling cared for, feeling loved, through oxytocin. So when a woman has sex uh, really early on, she bonds But because it was so early on, the man didn't have to really work very hard to earn that. He's not as bonded. And this is often when we see a flip in polarity where because the woman has bonded but with her physical chemistry before the emotional connection was really built, uh, she sort of now wants to pursue the guy and chase him down because she's bonded and he's not bonded and he's not really that interested anymore because um, he, he, he got the prize without having to work for it, which is just... Uh, we could go into a whole topic on this, but basically she's she has bonded to this Jeff and now she can't get him out of. She's getting flashbacks to the sex. She can't get him out of uh, her mind, um, even though, you know, he's not being honest with her. He's played the game. He's competing with her. So he's not being supportive. Masculine energy, true healed masculine energy is like really supportive. But he's actually competing with her. He's trying to make her look bad at work. He's trying to... It's like they're playing tennis against each other and they're battling it out, right? Uh, and that is not masculine-feminine. That's masculine-masculine. Like competing, two people competing is two people in their masculine, right? Um, that's a real masculine energy, the proving. The... Then you have this other guy, Nick, and he's coming in and he is so clear. I like you. I want to hang out with you. You're a woman like you is hard to find. He says, I value you. I value this. I value your mind. I want to be with you. He moves things forward. He does really, he, if she sort of says, you know what, I can't do that. I'm working. He doesn't get offended or insecure. He's like, no worries. And then he finds a way to make her feel special anyway. And I mean, this guy, he's, he's, he wants her. He's so intentional. He's so clear. There's no game. Um, he's like Prince Charming, right? He is this masculine energy. He sees what he wants. He goes after it. He's only going after her. He's so focused. Whereas the other guy doesn't know what he wants and um, has a lot of fears on board and is playing the game and is off kissing, you know, all these other women in the office, sleeping with clients to get ahead. And, you know, like one is really the masculine energy and uh, the other is the mind games guy that gets into a girl's head and um and and confuses her and it's really important uh to be aware that this is out there that this is out there and this is why it's so important as the feminine energy to have a clear vision of what you want to feel in relationship 
and of your deal breakers and to really commit to them. And if you have someone that is making you kind of throw out the rule book at times, um, to really sit down and question why, 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 what need does my psychology on a primal level think is getting met over there? And is it really getting met? Is it really getting met? And what do I want to feel? And am I really feeling that there? And that you have enough time to not feel urgent or panicked, but you have enough time to get really, really quiet and get really clear and connect to your heart and always check in. Am I moving because I urgently feel like I have to get this person because my psychology triggers are online? Or is this a slow, steady knowing that this is the way to go? Okay. Because you've got to be careful out there. <laughs> you just got to be aware um, that there, is, there are certain things like we, we, we want what's scarce. You know, we want, and so if we think that, you know, some guy doesn't really know us and is playing hard to get and is emotionally unavailable, that could flick you into your masculine energy and you want to chase down, you want to get, you want to win. Um, and that energy is great to put into your work. It's not great to put into your romantic relationship uh, because there's a lot of problems where the feminine is the one that is chasing down the masculine. Those are the kind of relationships where generally you end up with a masculine energy um, that ends up cheating and having a lot of affairs because he wasn't vetted as a strong masculine energy. He didn't come on board through showing perseverance, focus, he didn't come through with masculine energy. And so if you sort of had to masculine energy and prove and convince him to be with you, it's almost like uh, his need for mas- masculine energy won't be getting his need for a challenge uh, and uh, won't be getting met there. And so he'll sort of be seeking that outside of himself, he'll, outside of the relationship, right? He'll constantly be looking for a challenge because this relationship wasn't the challenge, but also because he... Literally, his authenticity might not be the actual fit for a nest. Not every man or not every masculine energy is, is wired to be a provider for a nest. So it's really important if your goal and your inner vision and your heart's desire is to get with a husband, is to get with, uh, you know, a provider, a, a supporter, someone who when it gets hard, when you're vulnerable, when you're at your worst after you've given birth or whatever and you're just a mess, uh, when you have to spend a good dedicated two years or whatever in early childhood and he's probably not going to get his needs met, that he has delayed gratification, he has perseverance and he has the focus to stay focused on the nest. And some masculine energy is wired for that and some isn't. And in this show... Murphy is not wired for that. <laughs> she she gets rid of the great guy, Nick. She breaks up because she ends up having sex and giving it to temptation, giving with Murphy. And then next thing at the season finale, you find out, oh, the reason she didn't make partners because Murphy has gone behind her back, stabbed her in the back and sabotaged her career. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is the guy she's chosen to be with. Whereas the other guy just wanted to kind of, you know, support her career and have her thrive. And that's the kind you want someone in your life who's going to have your back, um, not someone who, you know, you want to be a team player. And the team players, the solid masculine energy that are the people that you want to build a family and a life with and, the, you know, are great fathers for children, 
they're the ones that they're not making you feel urgent or panicked or scarce or um, like you've got to win them or prove or you've got to be someone to, to, to get their approval. No, no, the masculine energy will make you feel like there is nothing you need to do to earn their love, that they are pulled from within, that they are just inspired by your very presence to provide for you. If you've ever seen a mother or a father with the unconditional love that they, they just want to, they, this kid has to do nothing to earn their love. They just want to keep it alive. They just want to love on it. They just want it to thrive. That's what masculine energy feels like. They literally get joy just from being there for you. And there's nothing you need to do to earn it. That's the archetype. And that person will show you very early on through really clear, intentional, respectful, transparent, zero game playing, right? Just steady, slow, moving things forward, right? And I don't mean slow as in like it on a time thing. I just mean it doesn't feel panic. Some people move really, really fast, but it has a steady intention to it. It has, you are what I want and this is how I want it to be and I'm here for it and I've got you, right? That, that's the energy, just solid, right? Whereas if, if the masculine is like, I don't really know and you've got to prove it to me and you've got to be someone for me and how can I? And like if, if they're unsure and unsteady and unstable and unfocused, um, these are your red flags and do what you can to, to choose the art. If you really want that nest and you really want that secure, stable family, it's really important to overcome the temptation to have that vodka shot and instead have the delayed gratification, have uh, the discipline to take your salary shot and to understand that the realist love is going to build slowly and beautifully and more deeply over time. Uh, and and it, it, it might be more of a slow burn to there. It might be more of a knowing that builds over time, whereas the chaos, the butterflies, the infatuation, the sugar high, the vodka shot, the dizzy effect, uh, not necessarily a good sign. How is this person in hard times? Are they a fair weather friend? Will they stick with you? They can't even, they don't know what they want now. Uh, what's going to happen when, when you look haggard and you, you know, you're, <laughs> you're not looking your hottest at some point? Is that going to confuse them, right? So this is just a lesson from the partner track and wisdom in, in really knowing if you, if you are the kind of person that does want marriage and a husband or a masculine energy, strong masculine energy in your life, if you do want someone really supportive, caring, provider, um, it's really important who you get on that bus at the start, right? And, and the, the clues are all there at the start. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Love with Elise Peck. That was a love insight today after watching the TV show The Partner Track and reviewing the love dynamic and love triangle that was going on in there and uh, learning from it. <laughs> it's always great to, uh, to learn from the mistakes of others. It's a bit easier than learning from our own pain, isn't it? All right. If you would like to find out more about me and my love coaching, you can head to elisepeck.com. And uh, otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you in, in another episode of Love with Elise Peck. And uh, if you like this uh, podcast, if you're getting value and insight, please uh, hit the five-star review, subscribe, and share. Share the word, share the value with your friends that um, 
are seeking love, that would love more love in their life. All right, bye for now.